The following shear has been presented by Rav Yitzchak Silber, Dayan and author of The Code of Jewish Conduct, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. Somebody who sets a neighbor's dog on a passerby, and, uh, or, and as a result, the passerby had big injuries. Uh, he is potter from paying for those injuries because he has, it's only, this is a case of Groma, not of Garmi. Uh, had he actually stabbed him with the teeth of the dog, then he would be chayev, but he didn't do that. He just made some noises or whatever you have to do to this dog to get it to attack, and the dog attacked. That is Groma, and he is chayev b'dinishmaim, but potter b'dine odom. Somebody who gives over a gacheles, a glowing coal, to a cheresh shaita v'koton, and they fanned it, and it went out and damaged. That is a case of Groma, and he is Potter. Had he given over real fire, that is Garmi, and he's Chayev. But because they had to fan it to set it going, it's Groma, and he, the one who sent it is Potter. Somebody who bends his friend's haystack in the direction of a fire. It would not have got, the fire would not have got to the haystack in a Ruach Metsuya, and is still not getting there, Baruch Metsuya. It will only get there, Baruch She'enoi Metsuya, a stronger than expected wind. If the wind is blowing when he bends the, the haystack in front of the fire, then he will be chayev. But if he bent the haystack in the direction of the fire, and only afterwards came this unexpected strong wind, stronger than normal wind, then he would be considered groma, and he would be potter. Uh, if someone were to open his friend's gate and because of that the friend's dog went out and damaged he will not be held responsible for that damage because it is only Groma it is not Garmi were someone to poison his friend's animal had he put the poison in the food that would only be Groma the animal came along and ate it by himself that's too indirect and it's Potabedin if he actually injected the animal with poison or sprayed, I would like to think that spraying the animal with poison in his face, just like you can't kill insects on Shabbos like that, that's Natilus Neshama, spraying the animal directly in the face, and the animal has no choice but to breathe it in and dies, then he will certainly be chayav that Hezek be yodayim. Hamavis es somebody who shocks his friend, and his friend got terribly ill, from this pachat, from this shock, post-traumatic stress disorder, and he's got all kinds of problems, and it's very expensive, all his psychologists and psychiatrists and medications, uh, all happened in the yeshiva dorm at 2.30 in the morning, when one boy thought it was very funny, one boy had gone to the bathroom, and on his way back, he saw another boy coming along to the bathroom, and he crept up behind him in pitch black, and shocked him terribly, if he touched him when he did that, then he is chayabedine odom. But if he didn't touch him, all he did was screamed, and as a result, the friend got a terrible shock. He will be potabedine odom, but chayabedine shomayim. The same goes about screaming in someone's ear and deafening him. If you touched him, then you will be chayev. If you didn't touch him, you just screamed and he went deaf. That's Potter Bidina Odom, Chaib Dine Shamaim Kedin Gromo. 
Okay, we spoke about burning a star. So the actual star is a little piece of paper, used piece of paper, and it's not really worth anything. But it has leverage in it, a potential of being worth $100,000, a million dollars. So if somebody burns somebody else's star, they will have to pay what they lost. That is the marketable value of a debt in, in, uh, in, the, in the debt market. How much would somebody be willing to buy this star and debt? Uh, that's the price that they would have to pay. Now, this, what about if the one who burned the star says, what are you talking about? What I burned was just a bus ticket, was a useless piece of uh, information about some company. That wasn't a star, so then you won't be able to be Machai of him, unless if you have Adim that he burned a star. Oh, but if you have Adim who, that he burned a star, he'll say, yes, and uh, excuse me, can you please ask the Adim if they know what was written in the star? Now, if the Adim know exactly what was written in the star, so then that's not a problem. We'll take the base, the two Adim will come to base, and we will rewrite a new star. I haven't caused you any loss at all. So what are we talking about? He, he could deny having burned a star. He'll say it was just a piece of paper. And if there are witnesses, so the witnesses can organize a new star. So it has to be that we're talking about a case where the person who burned the star is, admits having burned a good star. And he believes the Nizak that it was good and how much was written in it. He just says that I only want to pay for a piece of paper. That's all I did. And we tell him that he has to pay the marketable value for this debt. Uh, another case of star would be if a person sells a star. You sold the document and the debt to somebody else. Now, the interesting thing, you can do such a thing, of course, there has, it's uh, in halacha, there has to be a big siva, a misira, you have to give over the star and write a separate um, star that you have sold the star. It is possible to sell a debt in halacha. However, um, one thing we must remember is if Reuven borrowed money from Shimon, so Shimon has to repay to Reuven. If Reuven sells this star to Yosef, Yosef is now claiming that debt on behalf of Reuven. Shimon has to pay Yosef, but he's really paying it to Reuven. Now, if Reuven turns around, sells the star, he sells the star to Yosef, um, a debt of $1,000, he sold it to Yosef for $800, uh, that was its marketable value, and now Reuven turns around to Shimon and says, I forego my, my rights of claiming that debt from you. So Shimon now is Potter, he doesn't have to pay Reuven, Certainly not. He would have to pay Yosef, but he does not even have to pay Yosef. The reason being that the, the I was only chayev to Reuven. Yosef is only coming on behalf of Reuven, claiming Reuven's debt. If Reuven has been moichelmi, is foregoing his rights to claim that debt, I am Potter. Uh, that's all very well and good for Shimon to go home happily and have a champagne party for being let off from this debt. Reuven for being Moichel, that debt, will now have to pay Binyamin the $800 that Binyamin paid him for buying this debt, because he has caused him that damage. Um, okay. Hazoyerik, uh, somebody is standing on a roof, or let's make it more like our nowadays scenario, Standing on, on, the, on the, the, second, the second floor of a, you know, second flight up from, on an apartment building. And uh, there's a very expensive vase on the windowsill. And down below, there is a, 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 some big, thick mattresses. Uh, 
so he's standing there next to the window, and he, he knocks this vase down, and this vase falls, and had it landed on the mattresses, nothing would have happened to it. It would have been remained whole, and no, no, damages would have been, no damage would have been called at all. What happened was that there was some mischief maker down below, and when he saw this vase going off the windowsill, he pulled the mattresses out of the way, and the vase fell down and smashed. So we can't be Machai of the person who moved the vase off the windowsill, because it wouldn't have broken. It wouldn't have broken when it landed. Now, what about the person who removed the mattresses? Would he be Chayev or would he be Potter? So the Rambam says he's Chayev. Um, other places, the Ravid argues on the spot and he says that it's only Groma. It's not Garmi and your Potter. Uh, okay, so there w- there's a Machlekes, whether you're Chayev or Potter, for removing the, ba- the, the mattresses and causing the vase to smash. Now this will only be, I was very careful to say, if you just knocked the vase off the windowsill. If, however, you knocked that vase all the way, all, you, you picked up that vase and threw it down, then you're chayev, because when you picked it up, you were koina it. And when you threw it down, now you can't give back a broken, broken pieces of, of vase. Uh, this halacha is found in a different din, which we'll say now. Uh, somebody has a Matbea, uh, a coin, and, it, and coins in those days had a very strong face value also. They were made from silver and gold. Or he has any article he's holding in his hand. And his friend comes along and pushes it. Again, did not pick it up. He did not do hagbar. He pushed it and it fell. It fell into the sea. It fell very deep down, maybe, but it's clear water. We see exactly where it is on the seabed. And it is possible to take it out, just uh, you better find yourself a diver who can go so deep and has the kit to do such a thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I haven't really done anything to you, it's your coin. I wasn't coining it, I didn't do hakabor, and uh, it's your coin, it was in your hand or in, on your wherever, and now it's in, in the sea, on the seabed, so you could go and get it. I haven't really done anything to you. I've caused you maybe the expense of getting a deep sea diver to go and get it out. But I, I haven't actually, you know, it's your coin, you've still got it. In those days, the same would be said about a coin which somebody smashed it with a hammer and flattened the, the tsura on the coin, the picture of the king or whatever they had on the carving on the coin has been now flattened. The same thing, you know, it's the same coin as it was before, the same piece of gold, the same weight. Oh, people aren't willing to accept it in the shops, in the stores, in the bank. Oh, well, so take it to somebody who's, uh, knows, who's, you know, the bank who makes coins, and they'll just put the, they'll impress it back in. Uh, I haven't taken anything away from you at all. I didn't do hagbar, just to flatten the face of the king. Uh, some say that you have to pay his hoitzos. You have to pay for that diver. You have to pay for that uh, gold person to the bank to, to re, re, repress the face into the coin. Others say that it's only Groma and your potter bedine odom, only chay bedine shamayim. This is all, as we said, if you did not do hagboer, you didn't do hagboer, and also you didn't remove any of the gold, you just flattened the gold of the coin. Um, and as we said, clear water that you can get it back, because if you put it in dirty water, if it's stuck in the bed of the sea and you, can't, you really can't get it out, so then you've really lost it for him and you have to pay midin mazik, even though you didn't do hagboer. Um, 
back to Shtoros. A person had a debt and he paid it off. And the Shtar, the document of the debt, was wherever it was, not in the hands of the loaner. And the, somebody else had that, got hold of that star and gave it back to the loaner, to the bank, to the Malve. Uh, even if it was a Malve who was a Goy, and you gave him back that star and went along this Malve, the bank, and they asked a second time for payment from the debtor. Enoyela Groma and your Potter. You only caused damage. This is not Garmi Potter Bidine Odom. For giving back a paid-up star, your own your potabidine odom, even though they went and claimed the money again, even if you gave it back to a goy, uh, if you gave back a unpaid debt, a star she'enoi parua, an unpaid debt, you gave back to the loiver, to the debtor, and because of that, now that he's got the star, he didn't pay his debt. That is considered burning a star, and you are chayev midine degarmi. So if you give back the, the uh, paid debt to the loaner, so then you have, you have, you, you've, oh, it's very indirect for him to go and claim a new debt. Therefore, it's groma and your possibility not But if you give back a, an unpaid star to the let to the borrower, then you are considered a, a it is garmi and you are chayev to pay. What about some more about shtoros? What about a cipher? who in those days not everybody knew how to write. Nowadays also sometimes you have to go to a lawyer and have an officially written app. And he wrote 100 instead of 200 in this document. And now when you come to claim your, get, your, your, you come to claim your debt, you can only claim 100 instead of 200. Or anybody else who damages his friend with a bad advice, a bad piece of advice. He asked you, should I buy this car? There's a funny noise from the engine. And you know jolly well what that funny noise means. And you told him, yes, I think you should buy the car. It's a very good car. Look how comfortable it is. And it's very must have a very good engine. That noise is very common. So you tricked him. You gave him bad advice. That would only be grommer for a, a cipher, the lawyer who made a mistake in the star and wrote 100 and said 200. That is grommer. And he doesn't have to pay. A star was deposited into, into a third party. And this third party gave back the star. He, all, of the, all of these cases are grommer and do not have to pay. Uh, I would like to mention that nowadays a, a lawyer, it might be minagamokam, there might be a law and it might be the custom, local custom, that if a lawyer makes a mistake like that, he is held responsible and must pay for any of that kind of mistake. Lots of lawyers have an insurance against such things. A lawyer working for a company has his own account in the company of every time he caused losses and, and they have ways of deducting it. So, of course, if legally or the local custom is that the lawyer is responsible for making a mistake like that, of course, he'd be responsible because we, any business that any two Yidden do together, it is, it is either according to the conditions that they've written out and every lawyer has a contract in the office or it is according to local custom because we can presume that whatever business we're doing together, we're doing it according to local custom uh, if there's no 
no, there was no conditions written up between or set out between the two parties, and there is also no local custom. That is when we will resort to Din Taira, and as I've just said, that if you wrote 100 in the document instead of 200, he will not be held responsible for Dine Odom. It's Groma, not Garmi. A person who has te- knows testimony for his friend, and he asked him, will you come to Bastin, please, and testify? And he says, no, he refuses to testify. This is, and because of that, a great loss was incurred, or any loss was incurred. This is only, this is only Gromer. He is Potter Bedina Odom, but he will be Chayev Bedina Shamayim. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485- Vaad. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the